0: Welcome to Just Curious. We're your hosts, Olivia Messiah and Leilani Fitzpatrick. Hi guys, welcome back to Just Curious. I know we haven't put out an episode. We um, took a break for a week just because of midterms in school and Everything that's happening in the world, but we are back and so excited to be talking. It feels like we haven't done this in so long. It feels like it's been a month when it really hasn't. Um, but yeah, we're going to just kind of catch up, go through um, our recommendations, things that we've been loving recently, and then we're going to talk about what's going on in the world, voting, the election... Um, all that good stuff. Um, I know that that's on like everybody's mind right now. So, and um, we have a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, Lay, what's your first rec? Um. So my
1: first recommendation is this movie on Hulu. Uh, it's called Margarita with a Straw, and it's just incredible. Beautiful storyline. I love line. that name. I know and. Uh, you'll see why it's, it's just like the perfect name for the movie. Um, basically, it's about a woman uh, with cerebral palsy who leaves from India and goes to study at uh, New York University.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did she study? Or is that spoiler? Um,
1: I don't know. I don't quite remember. Actually, I don't think it's quite that important to yeah. to the f- plot. Yeah, but. Really good acting, um, really good representation of, especially I feel like I don't often watch a lot of things, uh, a lot of films or TV shows where there's disabilities being represented. I think Mm -hmm. like the King's Speech comes to mind and Atypical come to mind, but I can't think of much else that features um, disability representation. So I loved watching this film. It was just a wonderful perspective on disabilities and relationships. So, yeah, I highly, highly recommend it. I, I can't rave about it enough.
0: Yeah, no, it's, a, it's just a huge issue. Like, disability is just not really shown at all. Yeah. And then I feel like when it is, it's just not... I mean, it's hard, first of all, because there's so many different... There's a huge spectrum of ability and um, disability. Yeah. And, um, and it's hard to represent... So many people with one storyline, mm-hmm. but um, I just feel like so many times it, they get it wrong, yeah, or it ends up like hurting that community more. But yeah, I'm excited, I'm gonna watch it. And you mentioned like the gold test, you were saying, Oh, like, yeah, or,
1: like, yeah, so just like there's like the Bechdel test for women, and then there's I don't know what the one for race is, but there's a yeah. test for race, uh, so the gold test basically is, one, does the movie feature someone who has a disability? Two, is the actor, actress that plays that person have the disability in real life? And then three, is the storyline unrelated to their disability? And I was telling Liv, it like almost passes that test. Um, it meets two out of the three criteria. The actress that plays the main character with cerebral palsy doesn't have it in real life. Um, and I can't speak for that community, but I thought she did a really good job of yeah. um, acting like she has that condition. Um, and yeah, it was, it's just amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't believe I have never heard of the film. I know it came out in like 2014 or something. Uh, so that might have been the case why I haven't heard of it. But yeah, I think everyone should watch it.
0: I'm excited to watch it and just see like how her portrayal is because I know like I feel like nowadays like you have to have that you know disability to be like representing um and obviously it came out a couple years ago but I think I'd be excited to like I'm excited to watch it and um just kind of see what it's about um and I think it'd be interesting to like see how it was received, like find out how it was yeah yeah um especially by that community yeah but that's a good rec. I'm excited. <laughs> I always love a movie rec. I'll always, I'll always watch a good movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> we were talking in my studio. Like a lot of people love watching bad movies. Just like, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> you
1: know yeah. What I'm saying?
0: And I've never gotten that.
1: I, I I've never been that person either.
0: I just it, I get so like,
1: if it's a bad movie, I like, turn I just, it off like, stressed. or I leave. Yeah.
0: Did you watch? <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. No. Oh my god, you have to like really? it's on Netflix. Okay, actually, like, I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, I feel so bad. Like, I could not, like, I've only seen people either, I don't know anyone who's in the middle, people either love it or not. And I watch a lot of weird experimental theater films. Like, I'm really into that. Yeah. Um, but this oh it was painful it felt painful <laughs> like I watched Cats and I thought you that was the Cats. worst movie ever oh, until I watched this movie and then oh I my gosh the worst movie ever. wow
1: and That's yeah saying and a lot I People <laughs> think
0: it's like genius like whatever but no <laughs> it, w- it wasn't for me it just wasn't for me oh, um, but it's one of those things where it's like to me it was so bad that I don't get how people liked it
1: wow Okay, you know, I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm it's not intrigued. even like,
0: uh, oh, wasn't my favorite, but I get why people like it. It's like, this is. <laughs> but you might like it, and I'm not gonna say anything about it. But, and Ben and I watched it together, and we were both like, it felt so painful to oh, watch. Oh gosh! Like we had like 45 minutes left, and I was like, oh, like, I just want to turn it off. Like I just, yeah. See. We watched the whole thing though. I'm
1: the type of person I've. I've only done this like once, but if I'm in a movie theater and the movie is bad, I will leave. Like I, even though I paid my ticket, like if the movie is that trash, I'm not giving it my time of day. What did you leave? What was the movie? Oh my gosh, it was so bad. Cats was terrible. I wanted to walk
0: out. I got a free ticket and I was like, why not see what this is about? And um, yeah, I don't know what it was, but like we had like free time like, I remember there was just nothing to do but I went in like at five the movie was and so it was like bright outside and then I came out and it was dark and it was one of those horrible like time warp experiences where you're like whoa like it felt like we spent all day like e- like after the first 10 minutes I was like I don't want to watch it But pair was like oh like let's keep watching it like it was so shitty it was terrible it was so bad I got a headache I had a headache after I came out of the
1: theater. oh no I feel
0: like I wasted so much of my time
1: that's awful. What? Okay, so I'm looking. I remember the year it was. It was 2018 because that was a year I watched a lot of movies. Whatever movie it was is it was the only movie I, like, walked out of.
0: That's crazy. I'm so bad. I would have walked out of Cats. I was so ready. Like, I went to the bathroom for, like, 10 minutes. Like, took my time. I was like, I cannot. Oh,
1: my gosh. Uh, um,
0: wait, I'm looking up this movie. Um, Did you watch Hereditary? Okay, no. Is that good? Okay. So, um... He he wrote I'm thinking of ending things. Oh. I have so many thoughts. Um okay, so he's written a lot of films that I've really enjoyed. Um, to be honest. Wait, it doesn't say that he did hereditary, but I swear he did. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, now I'm like so many people have been comparing I'm thinking of ending things to hereditary and now I'm confused. Oh,
1: Maybe someone who worked on it did the same. Worked on both. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe
0: there's something there. Okay. But um, Charlie Kaufman wrote, I'm thinking of ending things. Um, and he wrote Internal Sunshine at the Spotless Mind. I still need to watch that movie. I want to watch it so bad. Ben said that he was bored with it. Um, but I've heard it's really I've great. I've only heard raves I... about it, yeah. It's on my list. Yeah, I know a lot of people who think it's like their favorite movie. I really want to watch it. He wrote Adaptation, which I think was so good. One of my favorite Meryl Street movies. I yeah, you have to watch Adaptation, like. Uh. Ah, um, he wrote Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, I've heard of that one too. Um Being John Malkovich, which I really want to oh, watch. Oh, I wanna watch that too. Um, anyway. So he's written good stuff. And I guess I've only watched one other thing, Adaptation, and I really wanna watch Eternal Sunshine. Oh, spotless fine. and being John Malkovich, I want to like watch all, all of his work. Yeah, <laughs> all his work. But um, oh, this movie just like gave me the biggest headache. Like, I just I don't know what it was. Like, anyway, but I'm like interested to see what you think because um, yeah, I need to write you it down. Really Like it, and then I would love to like talk to someone who liked it and to like really like Harry liked it too, but it's. One of those things where she told me that she had no idea what was going on in the movie, but just loved that feeling. And That's I'm like funny. Uh, <laughs> And then after she watched like all these um YouTube videos explaining it, and then she could tell me what happened. So I'm like, did you really like like was it a good movie? Like if you had to watch all these things, oh my like gosh. And I know people watch conspiracy theories in movies like Get Out or Parasite, mm-hmm. where it's like but it's like, you're still following, you're just yeah. interested in, like, more. But this is like, Perry was like, oh, I actually had no idea. So I'm like, was it a good movie? Anyway. It's funny. But I'd be interested to see if you um liked it. Yeah.
1: No, I'll let you know. Maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I might watch it this weekend. We'll see. But yeah, I'll yeah. let you know as soon as I do. I mean, do. it's
0: on Netflix. Yeah. Um, The next week I have is So I watched <laughs> the first one. I'm so excited to watch the second one. We're watching it on Sunday um, with Ben and his dad. Me, Ben, and his dad. And I'm really excited about it because his dad is so funny. (laughs) And it's the best movie commentary. And um, it's so funny with me. Like, if it's a really, like, serious movie, I, like, don't talk at all. I'm, like, so in it. Yeah. But then if it's, like, a scary, an action movie, a comedy, anything else, a rom-com, anything else, I'm a chatterbox, <laughs> if that's can't stop talking. Um, and Ben's dad is always commentating, like, on the movie. We watched The Godfather and The oh Godfather Part I had never seen it. And Ben was, Ben's dad was like, what? <laughs> um, and so we watched them. He was, like, talking the whole time, but I loved it. Like, I love, like, talking to somebody about a movie. I love that. So but Ben hates when people talk during movies. Like, so he's, like, yelling and has to shut up the whole time.
1: Yeah, I think I'm that type of person, too.
0: It depends who I'm with,
1: though. There's some people who are talking, and I'm like, please, don't talk. (laughs) But I feel like with you, I mean, this is different, but, like, we would watch, like, The Bachelor together, and that was so fun to comment on.
0: You have to comment. Yeah. That's the (laughs) thing. Yeah. So, anyway, Borat was so funny. Um, We were laughing the whole time. And it's the crazy thing to me. I still can't get over it. It's, like, Sasha... Baron Cohen is acting, and um, the guy that oh I forgot his name, the actor, but the guy that's like playing his like manager or like sidekick character is acting. They both they have great chemistry together, but everything else is real. Like everything that people are saying, it's not scripted. Like these are opinions. That people so are saying. crazy, and you would be shocked, lay the things that people say. Really, like they're outing themselves at being, like, racist or, like, homophobic or, like, misogynistic. I need to watch this. And he's there, like, laughing, joking, but it's, like, he's, like, comment, like, he's, like, sh- highlighting this, like, social commentary. It's so interesting. That's so interesting. Um, yeah. And he's just so funny. So funny. It's just crazy to me. He, like, found this village – I don't even think it was in Kazakhstan, like, <laughs> actually. He just found this random, like, European, like, village and is, like – filming and like talking like this is my wife like it's not his wife he's he's
1: a really funny actor (laughs) yeah
0: and these are like real people anyway like I loved it and I'm so so excited oh
1: my gosh I just wrote it down because I need to watch that I'm and I heard it's on
0: Amazon Prime okay and then the second one is also kind of on Amazon Prime okay and I heard that um Giuliani is like says something in the movie I don't want to know what it is. I was talking to somebody and they were like, I cannot believe they got that on camera.
1: I know. That's why I want to watch it because I want to see this for myself. You know what I mean? And the
0: thing is, like, so the first movie, they're going around pretending that they're... Like, they told everyone they were making a documentary about, like, Kazakhstan and, like, this person coming over to the U.S. to, like, I don't know, do research. So everybody, like, thinks this is real. Like, he's, like, goes to, like, an etiquette, like coach and like a humor coach and like he like <laughs> learns how to drive and like these are real like driving, oh my gosh. driving like, real. and they think it's real and they're like, actually like responding to this character that he has like it's a real person that's crazy but because like everybody's watch for it i don't know everybody but like you know you like look at the character like if somebody asked me to be an in interview like i would know that it's over right like, yeah you know so it's like how do they how do they catch that, like, honest, like, mm-hmm. real on-the-spot, like, people just talking? Yeah. But, I mean, it's been the making for a while, so I'm sure they've, like, got it down. And, yeah. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I need to watch. Great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your next
1: rec? My next recommendation is the final season of Shit's Creek. Um, right. Yeah, because yeah, I was talking earlier that i thought i had watched the final season and i remember commenting on the podcast i was like this is bad i don't know what everyone's talking about but it's because i hadn't seen the final (laughs) season um and it was everything and more the cast is amazing the story is amazing just I'm, i'm gonna miss the show and these characters just each character is so unique and like Just amazing, like the way they developed each character Mm -hmm. into their own person and story like, just really job well done by the Levy family. They (laughs) did so well at
0: the Emmys, and yeah, I just, yeah, I do want to watch it. I feel like it's the next comedy series. I'm watching New Girl with Ben right now, and since we're watching Game of Thrones, we took a pause. Mm -hmm. So after Game of Thrones, we'll finish New Girl, and then I would love to start Shit You need to, yeah. Because we're gonna need a new series, and I feel like instead of going like from like this like huge drama. Oh yeah. Show we should like go to a comedy. That's perfect. You know because then we'll compare the two and, you know, yeah. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on or Netflix. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> the next thing I've been doing is that uh, I got last week we got um, a huge canvas to paint on. Um, and so we've been painting and it's been so nice and so relaxing. Um, and what we do is like when it's like bachelor night, bachelorette night, we like watch it and like we're painting and it's just like a relaxing, like end of the day kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it's really, I really like it. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about the new season of The Bachelorette, but um, it's something that I... (laughs) Oh my god speaking of borat I have a postmates <laughs> notification and it's <laughs> it's a borat joke oh my gosh about like a free delivery code that is so funny
1: <laughs> um so my final recommendation is something i discovered off of tiktok actually and it's called a film journal and basically you just document um films you've watched with like pictures and like All the, like, information about them, you know, like, who's in the movie, like, similar movies, quotes, all that sort of stuff. And it's just been... I think it's so cute. It's just been so fun and so therapeutic. Like, every time I open it, I just become, like, so happy. And it's just, it's so easy. Not easy. I don't know if that's the right word. It's just, like, so nice to do when I'm watching um, something. Because it's just, like, the perfect time to mm-hmm. relax, you know? Um, I was telling Liv that I can't wait to show this to my, my kids mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm older. Um, because, like, I know I would have loved to, like, receive something like this or, like, see something like this of my dad's. Like, to see what his favorite films were growing up or something like that. So yeah, I have been loving this. I've only done like five movies because it does take a while. It takes me like a few hours, honestly. But yeah, I've really loved doing that.
0: <laughs> I'm obsessed with that idea. And Lane mentioned to me this thing called Letterboxd, right? It's like Goodreads for films. Yeah. And like, I've always wanted to like, my exactly. parents always say I should do a blog or something, but that's just too time consuming right now. Like I'm a full-time student, but um <laughs> I like as like we talk about film all the time I feel like on this podcast or like yeah a film is always in one of our recs literally um I just think it'd be so cool for us to like do like a like a film episode one episode where we're reading like films or yeah I don't know maybe like when the os if the oscars happen oh my gosh that'd be so fun Like we'll review the movies or like yeah I don't know, make
1: predictions.
0: Like, yes, we'll, that'd be we'll so will Show fun. our predictions. Yeah, <gasps> I love it. That would be really fun. That's perfect. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then like Letterbox is like, I don't know. Can you explain
1: it? Oh yeah, yeah. So basically, you make an account and you can um, you can record like the films you've watched and you can review them. Uh, you can add them to like. Uh, like you have like a diary kind of thing and you can make lists. So you could make a list of like my favorite movies ever or something like that. <laughs> People can view your lists if you want. You can view other people's lists. You can look up movies. You can add movies to a watch list, which is so helpful because I always am forgetting like what I want to watch or if I don't know what to watch, you know, it's, like, perfect right there, like, a whole yeah. list of things I've wanted to watch for a long time. It's so fun, like, I, I don't have any, like, followers or friends or whatever on there, but... I'll be your
0: first follow. Perfect. I'll, I'll, I'm, <laughs> making it I'm so
1: excited. Yes, I can't wait to, can't wait for you to join. Um, I feel like I've really been missing this kind of tool because, like you said, it's, like, Goodreads, which I still use Goodreads. We had to make an account for like library class, eighth grade, yes. <laughs> like eighth grade yeah. Um, but I love just being able to record like what you've watched, what you've read, like keeping yeah, track.
0: How you felt about them because sometimes I feel like like yeah. perception, perception of a film like might change over time. Like generally, it's the same, but I think it'd be so cool to be like, what did I really think of the film right after I saw it and write it down. So yeah. Um, We're going to get into our talk about
1: politics. Yeah, so we're going to be talking all about voting and politics and especially like mental health during this time. We touched a little bit, I think, on this during our Black Lives Matter episode um, because I don't know about you, but I'm kind of feeling like the same thing, like overwhelmed with news intake and political intake and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna talk it all out and (laughs) give some advice and stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's a lot, and I think no matter what side you're on, though, um, we are for Biden over here on this podcast, um, I just think for everyone it's a lot, um, but I think people who actually care about the state of the world and the country, it's, like, even more stressful. (laughs) Because it's like, COVID's going on, and I really, as um, as um, Dr. Farley said when he was last on the pod, that it is, like, the outcome of the election will, like, gravely determine how um, the disease progresses and how we handle this pandemic, and how long it will eventually take to, like, get over um, and be done with. And I just have such a fear about COVID, Trump being elected, and the future of that. The environment. I, when I think about what Trump's done for the environment, and how we really don't have m- many years left to, until it's reversible. And we, I mean, it's we still like the environment is really like messed yeah. up right now, already. But it just scares me so much and I don't know if anybody else is feeling this but I feel like so responsible and just like overwhelmed and I'm always trying to figure out like what's the best thing I can do for the environment and everything but it's like I don't know I just feel that responsibility like so hard and it just stresses me out and I don't know if you feel that way but if you see like trash on the street I just get sad and like fuck like
1: no I feel the same way I feel like there's like such a heavy weight on my shoulders like all the time I feel like I know it's not like our fault or like our generation's fault even it's probably actually like previous generation's fault Um, yeah it's just such a shame to see just everything happening and it definitely feels sometimes like we can't do anything and yeah, I mean to be truthful there's not much we can do like as individuals, yeah. you know, but voting is one of the things we can do. And that's one Absolutely. thing to change change the world hopefully.
0: Um I know when this comes out, well when it comes out tomorrow, lol. Um <laughs> there'll be a week and a day until election day, which is crazy, but you haven't already voted or you're having or you're planning on voting later or whatever your situation is, please vote. It's so important um, Hearing people say that they don't vote makes me so... They're not going to vote makes me mm-hmm. so mad. I'm just saying it's such a privilege to say that you're not going to vote because, first of all, it's like giving up on yourself and giving up on your future because voting is something that's going to directly affect your future. Yeah. But also, like, there are so many people, like, that are going to be so... Ah, that are just going to be so affected by this, like, neg- negatively affected by... um the outcome of the election um and I know a lot of people might be indirectly affected um but there will be a lot of people who will be directly like affected by this yeah. and it's just um it's such a privilege to me to say you're not gonna vote like care about somebody else care about somebody's uh, else's life care about the environment care about like what's going on in other countries in the, the world um it makes me so bad
1: yeah no same and I think also something else that's important to stress is like it's all well and good to vote but i think people should be informed voters um like i don't Mm. want people just going and be like okay i'm gonna pick like random names or whatever um like it's so important to look up the candidates go to their websites interviews like there's so much out there even for local elections you can find stuff on like your education people your mayors all that sort of stuff
0: Exactly. And on the ballot too, it's not just going to be the presidential candidates. You're going to have like circuit court judges depending Mm -hmm. on your state, as you said, like Board of Education and also like vote in all the local elections. Like everything matters. And I hate when people are like, oh, voting doesn't matter because otherwise they wouldn't let us do it. No, it does. People try to take away people's right to vote all the time. The government's always trying (laughs) to take it away. And it's like, it does matter use your voice um so many people fought so hard Literally. to make that possible um and yeah I, did you watch both of the um debates well three of them yeah unfortunately
1: i did not watch the um <laughs> the town hall
0: I or the either. town halls
1: i guess it was two i don't feel bad I, I don't feel that, bad though. um i will say we obviously all felt the same way I feel like about the first one that was just chaotic that was yeah. I mean it was it honestly just made me like sad to be an American I could just put myself I, in the shoes yeah. of people from other countries and be like we are a laughingstock like this is ridiculous this is not how presidential candidates should be acting so I will say the second one was slightly more dignified um a little bit more respectful I think we got more like policies and like actual answers yeah. from both candidates, actually.
0: Trump. Okay, but the thing is, like, Trump literally answered every question the same way. He was like, "Oh my god, what did he say?" He was like, "I'm the best." Oh, he like, always says that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But like, if tr- the moderator would ask him questions, and I just felt like I heard him say the same thing over again, and it's like one of my teachers was saying it's like he starts 15 different sentences That's true, and yeah. he doesn't end any of the 15 sentences and like the whole time i'm just listening trying to be like and the thing is biden has to choose whether he responds to what trump says or tries to reach his audience a different way, get his agenda across um and then if he responds to the moderator's question and like answers like follows donald trump then it sounds like he's Agreeing that Donald Trump said something when Donald Trump didn't, ask. yeah, like, he's not responding to Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump did not say anything with his answer, <laughs> and so even like by answering the question, it's like Biden's. Like I just wish Biden would be like, "What did you say? Like what did you just?" I say? also feel
1: like Trump deflects a lot. Uh, like he'll he'll just he'll either like yeah. not respond to the question like as a whole, like you said, or I feel like he would like turn it on Biden and he'd be like. Biden, well didn't you do this? Or like
0: Oh, the whole time he was like, Why didn't you do this in your eight years? That was all he said. He did not say anything about what he will do in his next four years, like anything. He all he would say is like they would ask me about healthcare or something. And instead of being, This is what I've done for healthcare. Trump will just be like well Biden didn't do anything in his eight years it's like but what are you saying Trump like do you have oh my god and then like Biden would have to like like yeah it's just like he has to either be like should I tell should I like deflect and say what Trump said is mm-hmm. wrong or should I actually answer the question like I bet it was so hard anything in the middle like Biden started off kind of strong mm-hmm. and then like and then he kind of just let Trump talk for huge middle, yeah. which I yeah. hated. But Trump was also saying nothing in that whole, like, oh, my God. It's like, what is Biden even respond to? Like, what is Trump saying at all? And then. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. very
1: interesting. I do think I don't I honestly don't think it changed many people's minds, though. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I at least hope most people's minds are pretty clear and made up at this point. Yeah. Um. So I don't think it changed much The
0: undecided but... voter. I'm like, who are you? I like, don't understand Ugh. that. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. What? <laughs> what? Like I don't.
1: I understand that both candidates are undesirable in different ways, but yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna leave it there. Like it's.
0: Just... Well, I understand if Biden wasn't your favorite. I mean, how many people there were? Like there was 20 or something. Candidates yeah 20 people went out for the democratic candidate this year Mm -hmm. so many so i understand if you like you
1: wanted someone else so many people had some
0: options if you like someone else but the thing is i'm like uh i okay i hate this i hate when people say it's less of two evils because that implies that they're both like equally as bad or like i'm like biden might not be your favorite but what? He is not even close to, like, Trump. Like, oh my god. It's, like, the racism, like, the homophobia, like, the xenophobia, like, uh, the misogyny, like, the grab-and-buy-the-pussy, like, comments, like, the 26 rape allegations. I'm, like, oh, like, it's not the lesser of two evils. Like, one, even if you don't like Biden, like, it's just it's I just, distinct. in my mind, like, yeah. It's distinct, like, you don't have to love him, but don't be like, it's the lesser of two evils. Like, no, 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 it's like, yeah. oh my god, Trump is so, like, Trump is so much worse, and then it's like, oh, I'm just undecided because they're both equally bad. I'm like, are you kidding me? I
1: mean, yeah, I, I'm totally right on board with you. This election is just, it's so interesting, and I mean, it's gonna be,
0: yeah.
1: like, any election's gonna be in the history books, but I think this one, more than anything, it's gonna be... It's going to be so interesting to see how this plays out.
0: Okay, so I, I'll piggyback yeah. off of this. I um, Monday night, um, my roommate and my other friend, we went on Omegle. And we, like, put in categories. Like, you know, you can put in categories. Mm-hmm. So we put the election, you put Biden, we put Trump, and then, like, president or something. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the categories. And most of the people that were on there, we, I don't think we, we talked to one Biden supporter, but basically we went on Omegle, like, trying to convince, like, people to, like, change their That's hearts amazing. and their minds. <laughs> um, and we had a lot of interesting conversations. Um, and it's so funny because everyone that we spoke to about Trump, who was for Trump, was not white. They were actually all Hispanic men that we spoke hmm. talked to. Um, there was even one Canadian guy oh. <laughs> who um, was like, I'm pro Trump like i would vote for him if i was in the u.s i was like oh my god and then he was talking about like how his parents like immigrated to canada and everything and it's so interesting i don't i feel like this is i don't know i know but like obviously it's like saying like all black people should vote for biden or you know how biden said that which was oh like, yeah no yeah that was, that was that was like uh that was a bad one that was that bad was one. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it's, like, I still, like, I get, everybody's thinking it. I get what you mean. It's, like, yeah. voting against your best interests. But, again, like, someone's skin shouldn't determine, like, you know, that's, like. Yeah. Like, forgetting that they're people, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was just so odd that they were, like, talking about all these things. And I'm, like, Trump is not for immigrants. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's, just, like, so interesting. Like, I don't get it. And a lot of these people were, like, it was, like, their party ties were bigger than, like, Trump. And I'm like, I think I don't this understand is the year. That, yeah. It's not black and white. Like, it's really, it's not Democrats, not Republican. Like, I know a lot of Republicans, and like the Republican Party traditionally, like, is not for all the things. Right. Like Trump. Like he. It's just, for like, a
1: different kind of Republican. Yeah.
0: And like, I just, I know there obviously are some Republicans who support Trump, but I know there's a lot that aren't. And like, I'm like, I know, like, I'm sure, like, a lot of Republicans this year are going to vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, it's it's more than a policy issue. It's, like, a decency issue. And also, these policies are terrible. So, like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's more important than ever, especially if this is, like, your first time voting, Um, to obviously, like, know the candidates, and know who you're going to vote for, but to know your state's rules and regulations. Also, if you're a college student and you're... Doing absentee ballot or you're voting in your college state rather than your home state, it's just so important to look up the rules. Like, can you take pictures of your ballot? that's has that been a big yeah. thing I've been seeing. So many
0: people have gotten their ballots like discounted yeah. because they posted it on TikTok. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah, oh you
1: don't want to get discounted. Like, this election, more than anything, you want your vote to be counted um and like id requirements i think everyone should just bring an id if they have one like just in case yeah. because i know there's states where you don't need it but like you never know what is gonna mm-hmm. happen when you get to the polls you don't want to be turned away yeah, yeah. exactly
0: and also like just like social distancing rules too mm-hmm. like i know where i vote okay well i have a long story to tell you about my absentee ballot but oh, like yeah. where i usually vote um at home for like local elections this is my first presidential election that I'm voting <laughs> in. It's so exciting. It Probably is. the most important one I will ever vote in. Yeah. Um, but where I vote, it's like not it's like a small neighborhood voting place and it's like um it's like in a really big open area. So like it's never full. But in some places where you know there's gonna be a big crowd, mm-hmm. like make sure you get there early and wear masks and like all that social social distancing and like corona. precautions to take
1: yeah um for sure a
0: lot of people are going to the polls that um like haven't been outside or been like you know yeah whatever so there might be more people than usual
1: yeah no it's I looked up my polling place and normally Mm. it's just like there's a little church in my neighborhood but that is no longer a polling place now we have to drive further like I'm so glad that we looked it up because can you imagine like we went we're going tomorrow, actually, my dad and mm-hmm. I, to vote early. <gasps>
0: That's so I'm exciting. so excited, yeah. Harry voted yesterday. She came back with the sticker. Oh my gosh, I, like, I can't ah. wait. This is, very,
1: this is our first one. Sometimes I feel like I the 2016 election, sometimes I feel like I voted in it because I was so heavily Same. invested in it.
0: So involved. And can I just say, I will. I know like some people hate Hillary Clinton, but I loved her. Okay, well, mm. there's something about her I didn't love, but compared to Trump, like compared to, I lowkey like liked Hillary more than I liked Biden. Really? But I think now his Paul. Okay, well maybe at the time I just felt like she had deserved it. I don't know why. <laughs> like the fact, like I don't know, I don't know. But um, <laughs> somebody after one of the debates tweeted at Hillary, like, "Are you okay?" She was like, "Yeah, like I'm doing okay. Thanks." That's so funny. <laughs> Um, but one, I think she did better in the debates than Biden did.
1: Honestly, I don't remember their debates. I just remember, remember like, watching the polls that night. And then that morning, that that day at school was crazy. crazy. It was, like, the most subdued day ever.
0: I had only one teacher that made us have class. And I was like, really? It was my math teacher. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, we're doing, like, equations. Oh my gosh, of course. (laughs) Of course. Um... But so basically, my absentee ballot. I ordered it like early October. Mm-hmm. It hasn't did not come. Okay, oh so scary. So anyway, I um, I called them yesterday. They're gonna email me it, and then I'd like print it out. Okay, like go that's good. Like get a get a um envelope and everything um so yeah and then I'll vote literally the day I get it because I've been waiting so long and I was so worried that I was gonna my parents were gonna have to pick me up oh my gosh like on election day or like the day before so that I could vote in person yeah um and then I would have to miss school but like I feel like my teachers would get that for voting yeah um and like for everything that happened with my ballot but yeah so I'm finally going to be able to vote this week on the phone they were like so I thought they were going to email me email it to me right away, this was Friday, and they were like, no, it'll probably come on Tuesday, like, the email will come on Tuesday. Okay, that's odd. (laughs) So I was like, okay, um, but yeah, and then, yeah, and I got, like, the person that I talked to's, like, personal number, so if anything goes wrong... Okay,
1: perfect. ...I'm gonna call them.
0: I'm, like, I'm so excited to vote this year. It's, like, exciting.
1: Yeah, no, I received a mail-in ballot, like, a few weeks ago, but, um... I decided that I, I'm not saying I distrust mail-in ballots or anything like that. Yeah. Um, But I just want to go in person. And I, I know it's like, it's, uh, I don't know how to phrase this. It's probably like the most secure way to vote. Not discounting mail-in ballots. Oh, in person. But.
0: Well, yeah, I get it. You're physically going and you're doing it and then it's done. Yeah. You know, like. You mail in your ballot and hope it gets counted. I mean, I know that they... Like, I trust them. I know they did a good job. But this year, I know a couple of people who didn't get their ballots, too, like Mm -hmm. me. Just because I know, I think, a lot more people than usual mailed in. Yeah. Um, It's like an influx. I mean, my... Yeah, my mom always did mail-in ballot because when we lived overseas. Right. So I'm, like, used to seeing that. Um, But so when she said email i was worried that i was gonna have to like fill it in online i was like yeah look. that's <laughs> but i i'm just gonna have to print it out so she'll send me the actual ballot and I'll
1: print so it'll it be out like the them. same
0: and then my other ballot that they got lost they couldn't find it they were like trying to track it for like hours on the phone with me. oh gosh um but they um they discounted that one, okay good
1: so. i was gonna ask yeah, yeah. that's good
0: Yeah. So even if I get that one, what if it, like, comes tomorrow and I still don't have the the other one that was supposed to email me? I'm like, uh, ugh. Oh, gosh.
1: (laughs) Like like we were mentioning earlier, um, like, political fatigue, this all is, like, so overwhelming and stressful. I think there is definitely things we can do um, to maybe, like, alleviate a little bit of that stress. I found, like, logging off of social media... Or taking a break from consuming news or, like, any media, especially before bed. I think, especially since we're in the middle of a pandemic, like, every feeling I feel like is heightened. Talk to your friends about your how you're feeling, because I feel like mo- they probably feel the same way. Like, every friend I've talked to, I'm like, I... I'm not someone who's, like, I want to opt out of politics, but part of me is, like, this is so tiring to, like, read all of this and be, like, so emotionally invested in it, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And it really helps to talk it out with someone who feels the same way. Yeah, and just, like, spend your time and your energy intentionally. Like, you don't have to be always consuming the news. I get caught (laughs) doing that sometimes, especially when there's, like, breaking news i'm like oh my gosh i want to read everything about this so i'm mm-hmm. like the most informed about it like when the nigeria and sars stuff came out i was like oh my gosh i can't believe i didn't know about this i was like shaming myself and i was like oh my gosh i need to read everything about this um mm-hmm. like all this stuff and like you can end up like spiraling into like a bad place and there's no need to do that
0: it's one of those things where you can't blame yourself for not knowing yeah so easily to feel guilty because it's like when I hear about terrible stuff that's happening all over the world I'm like I'm just so privileged to not be having that experience Mm -hmm. and it can make you feel guilty um and like your responsibility I think still be interested in that still like look like like feel compassionate yeah yeah be involved in it and want to help but I, like, I always feel guilty, and then it's, like, it doesn't serve me, it doesn't make the situation better, mm-hmm. like, I should, it's hard, I don't know, I recently, like, with environmental issues, as I mentioned earlier, like, I've been feeling the weight of the world, like, I'm always trying to order stuff, like, responsibly, and really care about the companies that I'm buying from, um, but then if, like, there's something I really need, and I'm on a student budget, and I need it right away, or for class, or something, and I order something on Amazon, then I'm, like, feeling shitty about myself because I use the Amazon um and then there's like all this oh or like if I order something and then there's like all this like plastic like to wrap it and I'm like why like and the thing is like somebody told me that like I know I, I already knew this but hearing it I was like oh my gosh like all the plastic that's used mm-hmm. like will be there like way after we die yeah and I thought about that, and I literally, it makes me feel so bad, and, like, whatever. And Bum was like, you can't make yourself irresponsible. Like, they're not giving you any options, you know? It's not like this is a sustainable option, you know? And it's like, yeah, like, it is companies' responsibilities, and it's so hard. But, like, and the government should be involved in, like, trying to make sure that, like, everything is more sustainable. Yeah,
1: I feel like it's always, like, the government or these companies telling us, like don't use plastic straws, don't use plastic bags, and, like, all of that is, like, well and good, and, like, everyone should be doing their best to avoid that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's unfortunately, like, all these factories and these companies who make up, like, the most carbon emissions in the air and, like, influence the world the most, and that's, that can also feel, like, really, frustrating because it's like like you obviously care about it yourself and you're like you want to make a change but there's only so much we can do which sucks but yeah yeah it's tough this is all so hard
0: yeah and so with all this like political stuff like we said like I think it's important to just let go of it for like a day yeah or just like detach yourself from what's going on and just focus on yourself and what makes you happy um, because your happiness is the most important in your, like, contentment and I'm, I always feel like there's always something that I have to do and, like, so anxious and, like, so, like, overly busy and, like, I think also with all this politics going on, it's harder because I feel like I should be, I don't know, like, doing something more or whatever, but it's, like, important to allow yourself to relax mm-hmm. and to let go, as I said, breathe, breathe, Spend time with your friends, if you can, with COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then also depending on who votes and how everything is. Obviously, if you have a job and you have to go to work, I understand. But if you're a student at your home or I don't know, whatever, just find ways. I know it's tough to, um, like, be with yourself if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to take a mental health day. Oh, yeah.
1: Always. Also something important. um, Social media has obviously been such a great tool. um, Mm -hmm. Especially in these past, this past year, actually, like as a whole. Mm -hmm. But the use of social media can turn into performatism. Mm -hmm. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because you feel like pressured to post certain things and Mm -hmm. I definitely felt that a lot but you don't have to feel like (laughs) you don't have to say something about everything um and I think like your political involvement is so much more than like what you share or repost on social media or at least Mm -hmm. I hope so (laughs) like having those conversations with your family and friends taking time off away from it you know learning about the candidates yeah. yourself. Yeah, just don't put pressure on yourself for social media because it's it's not all that.
0: <laughs> yeah, since I got back to school, um maybe it's just because I'm more busy now, but I haven't been on Instagram the same way I used to mm-hmm. like That's good. Um, yeah. So I just like haven't been like posting anything recently cuz I just haven't been on it, but I'm not going to make myself feel bad for missing yeah. something or like you know, and I also think it's helped me so much to declutter my mind and mm-hmm. my space. Um, and I definitely stay informed with the news, but I also I'm like it's okay if I don't read what happened in the world today. Yeah. I can catch up tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Um, and not like being mad at myself. I also don't have cable. So it's like but I'm always having political discussions and talking about things. So there's other ways to you don't have to be glued to your screen to be involved. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, my parents update with, like, they, I always talk to them about what's going on and they update me. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's okay to take a little break. Obviously, right now, everybody should be informed, but you can decide how you do that, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think the most important thing out of what we're saying is to get out there and vote and vote. <laughs> make your voice heard
0: be a part of what's going on yeah and also I was thinking like if it's just it's not just like a now thing Mm -hmm. voting you're voting for like 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 hopefully in positive ways generations of like good policy Mm -hmm. but you could also be voting for years and years of like bad policy and bad decision and like rights being taken away from people and the incline of the environment and all these things that we should be like bad education systems and you're voting for so much you're voting for like the president like who they're gonna appoint to the supreme court like all of trump's people like have been terrible um (laughs) all of his picks um in my personal opinion um and it's like you're voting for so much more um and your future and Caring about voting should like also mean caring about your future because they come hand in hand. Yeah.
1: I think. A hundred percent. Yeah. I agree completely. Okay. So let's just talk election day real quick.
0: hmm
1: I am predicting that Biden is gonna win and knock on win. Yeah. And I think it is going to be by a large majority.
0: I'm hoping because I really think for us to prove to the world, yeah. first of all, that like Americans are not terrible people, <laughs> and to ourselves, and to show Trump that like, yeah, we want you out. Also, I don't want it to be like an Al Gore Bush situation. Exactly. Yeah. And oh my gosh, sometimes I think about like how bad, like how oh my god, like, I can't even how imagine that. it was. If that... Like if Al Gore oh my god, Al Gore was president. Sometimes I just, like, think the world would be so much better. <laughs> like, it makes me so bad that he didn't get a chance. It really makes me so sad. It's
1: it's crazy to think about. I was listening to a podcast episode the other day about, like, what would happen if we had that same situation happen. And it's crazy. This was – wasn't this, like, 2000? We mm-hmm. were babies. Like, I obviously don't yeah. know any of this, like, firsthand – but it would be crazy if, like, in this same uh, century, another instance, like, that happens. That would,
0: yeah. I just... And Trump is not going to leave easily, so if there's, like, any, any question... Yeah. Like, I really think he would take it to the Supreme Court, and then with all the judges that he's put in, oh my gosh, I just want to cry, and, like... Yeah,
1: also, sorry to interrupt, but I no, hate... Again. That the Supreme Court is now a political thing, that's ridiculous. Oh my gosh! To me.
0: Oh, she kept. Oh my God! Did you see her her trial, like her testimony? Oh, I watched a little bit. Driving? Yeah. Oh my God! It was terrible. She couldn't answer anything. And this one senator, I don't know who he was, but he was like, um, "I've been doing this for years, decades, and I've um, like questioned Republican." um democratic um people like um nominees Mm -hmm. but it isn't until like now that i i have no idea what you stand for like i always knew who they were as a person and like what they believed in and he's like now i like you're making it impossible for me to know what you believe in and it is important are you kidding me if you know a judge is like pro-choice or like pro-life then it's like obviously gonna determine it's no, she likes she was like saying that she had no bias. She was like, I can't answer that because that's political. I'm like, you're human, you have bias, yeah. So, yes, you can answer it because it does matter. Your personal opinion does matter,
1: especially if you're gonna bring it in to your decision.
0: Yeah, they asked her like three questions, like, uh, do, c- do cigarette smoking cause cancer? Something else that was like a scientific question, and then they were like. Do you think climate change is real? And she could say yes to the two things. But she couldn't say yes to climate change is real. And I'm like, it's a science. It's not... I don't get how it's been politicized. Like, it exists or doesn't exist.
1: How is that a question?
0: (laughs) The question isn't, like, if it exists. It's like, when is it going to destroy the world? Literally. (laughs) So I think election day, like... If Trump I think there's gonna be look, everybody keeps telling me something about civil war or thinking there's gonna be oh, I yeah. think there's gonna be protest. Either way, I yeah. think it will be worse if Trump loses because I really think his
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: His people are gonna come out. Yeah. I and agree. also if Trump wins, I also think <laughs> I mean, I think there'll be a lot of protests. I don't think it will be anywhere as near as Trump's people, but there will be a lot, I think. Um,
1: it's gonna be- I'm scared
0: if Trump loses. I'm so scared because I do not think he will back down. And the fact that that's even a question-
1: Like, something just... we have to worry about? Yeah. It's- This is all so insane to like, think this about. This is not
0: a dictatorship. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We probably did not make anyone else feel better. I know, yeah. (laughs) But it always makes me feel better just to talk about it, to realize I'm not alone. Yeah. You know, in my worries and things like that, Um, that other people do agree with what I'm saying. And are like, yes, like, (laughs) Trump lacks any human decency. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. I do think, also, if Trump loses, I do think one of his family members is going to run next time. Like, (laughs) I don't think the family is going to quit on...
0: Oh, really? The presidency,
1: yeah. You think
0: it's like a family job? I think
1: it is, yeah. An
0: inside job, yeah. An inside job, yeah.
1: One of his sons, I don't think his daughter would run, honestly. I don't think she would get the support, but I think one of his sons could get that support. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Also, I felt like he was saying, I don't know if you felt this, but in the debate... Two nights ago, a couple nights ago, I felt like he was incriminating himself by, like, the stuff he was saying. Oh, God, he came at Joe Biden for having properties, like, around the world. And I'm like, you're Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. You have hotels and resorts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but I just, I don't know. Anyway. This was,
1: this was quite an episode. I feel like we basically just spilled our feelings. But I think that's okay. Like,
0: like you said
1: sometimes that's what you got to do and that's how you feel better Mm -hmm. um we are going to be doing episodes every week again now and um our next episode comes out actually the day before election day um Mm -hmm. so not next episode but the episode after that we'll definitely be sharing our reactions and uh, all of that on whatever mm-hmm. happens, if it's even, like, clear at that point, because who knows if it's gonna be
0: a... I think they're gonna be counting for a couple of days. Like, yeah. I don't think we'll... I think, well, maybe it will look like it's leaning one way or another, mm-hmm. but we won't know for sure. So that makes me nervous, too, like, a drawn-out process. Yeah,
1: and I think also journalists will be a lot more... I mean, speaking, like, as a journalism major, I think... People in this field will be a lot more hesitant to share polls and stuff, especially because what happened
0: last time. Oh, yeah. I just don't think they talked to Trump supporters. Like, I just, I don't, I think we as a society wanted to believe that those people didn't exist anymore. Yeah. But. I'm talking about the neo-Nazis here. <laughs> like, okay, Not like the other people that voted for Trump, but like the the, the really like terrible racist, like homophobic, like, like anti-Semitic people that like, like the Charlottesville, like, when they marched on Charlottesville. Like, I think we didn't, I don't think we wanted to believe that those people still existed. Yeah. Like, I definitely thought those people still existed. Yeah. But... Like, I don't think when they were calling up these polling people, they were talking to the neo-Nazis. Like, I just don't think they were. I don't, like, I don't think those people were registered for, bef- to re- vote before. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I think so many people came out for Trump and voted for Trump, mm-hmm. then, like, hadn't voted before, or, like, in a while. I agree, Because I know yeah. a lot of people, like, aren't active. Like, it's so weird to me that some people just don't vote and some, some elections. Some people have
1: never voted in their lives, and they're, like, 60. That, to me, baffles me. I, I... I don't understand. I mean, yeah, maybe that's, like, a personal thing. I, I, I just never understood that. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know.
0: It's just so crazy to me because also, like, none of my friends are film supporters. So I'm like, it's like I think Biden will win, but I don't want to say that because that happened last time and it gives me anxiety. So I'm like, yeah. I just don't know. And then, like, talking to these people on Omegle, I'm like, if you, like it's just like, wow, like, these people do, like believe this and it's like sometimes it's like no changing their mind yeah you know or definitely not I'm not going to be the one to do it because it's like yeah like as strongly as I believe what I believe they believe equally thank you guys so much for listening to us just talk about our feelings (laughs) um we hope that you feel a little bit better about the election and maybe are more inclined to just like vote and look things up or whatever I just think this kind of discussion is important um it's not like we're finding conclusions or whatever but we're we're talking it out and I think that's just important so I urge you all to do the same with your friends and family um and we'll see you next week feels so good to say (laughs) bye